A lot of people say the bond market is smarter than stocks, and bonds here have been a little bit more complicated the last 48 hours. Josh Kaplan ascribes to that description. He's a global head of research at Market Vector. So, Josh, if bonds are smarter than stocks, as many people like to say, and we've got bonds selling off here after some cool inflation prints, what do we make of that? Yeah, hi. Uh, nice to uh, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Today. Um, yeah. So you know, the last few months, uh, really since the yield cur curve has started inverting, um, you know, what that's telling me is that bond markets expecting has been expecting peak inflation to happen in the second half of this year. Um, that might be happening now. Is that also meaning peak growth? Uh, we've got some uh, interesting conflicting data. Jobless claims again uh, this week are rising, but the employment print was just a total astronomic blowout. Yeah. Um, no, it, yeah, of course you're going to say uh, uh, inverting yield curve predicts a recession, almost always predicts a recession. Um, this time is different. We're coming off historically low bond yields around the world. Uh, so, you know, you have to expect some major market reactions uh, as the Fed starts raising rates. So, yeah, uh, my view, we're going to have some slowdown. Um, but, uh, you know, inflation, if we're going to see persistent inflation, like we see in emerging markets, decades long inflation, bond yields are nowhere close to the rate of inflation in the U.S. right now. Right. So why aren't bond yields at 8% to catch up with inflation? All right. So, okay, maybe there's going to be a period of slowdown. That's possible. Uh, it seems likely. But um, it's more important that we're predicting a slower rate of inflation. Fed has probably done a lot of its job already in signaling to the market. Uh, I don't think they're done raising rates yet. They're going to continue, but most of it is posturing, I think. Mm. What makes you say posturing when even a uh, hardcore dove like Neil Kashkari feels the need to go out multiple days in a row the last 10 days and tell investors in the New York Times and on his own Twitter feed that there's a disconnect, that even if yeah. inflation peaks, they are still far away from changing their plan? Yeah, so um, I don't think they're done yet. Uh, they need to make sure, you know, okay, 8% inflation down from 9% or so uh, isn't a huge drop. We need to see the path of inflation completely reverse. Um, so they're not done yet, but a big part of the Fed's job is to signal to the market um, and get into the psyche of market participants and consumers. So, you know, even, even if Neil Karshkari is uh, saying, you know, we're not done, we're not done, I believe him, but I don't think they're going to be you know, uh, raising rates through 2023 and beyond. Mm. Do they cut rates? Uh, uh, we talk a lot about rate of change because that is often what matters in markets. But in the case of peak inflation and the implications for the Fed, uh, do the nominal levels here take precedence? So where let's say peak inflation is indeed the truth, uh, but what matters more for markets? Uh, the rate at which inflation changes or the levels that we've achieved? Um, well, inflation itself is, is a rate of change, right? So uh, we want to we see the rate of change begin to decrease. I think that's the most important thing, right? 
right now the baseline for the Fed is it uh, what do you think we should expect here for the year is it a conversation between 50 and 75 when they come back in September or is it potentially something on one of the extremes uh, uh, closer to like a standstill a zero to 50 or a 75 to 100 yeah take, I would I would take them at their word right now 50 to 75 is, is probably likely um, they in general, uh, I think the Fed doesn't want to do anything to totally shock the market. So if they're saying 50 to 75, I think that's what we're going to be getting for sure. Mm. What do you think this means here for uh, investing and the paradigm that investors should expect here uh, in the second half and going into next year? As uh, we've seen this big market rally so far, uh, when I ask people to explain why, it's pretty much been the explanation you just gave, which is that uh, peak inflation is here and the Fed's work is mostly behind it. So now that we're seeing some evidence of that peak inflation, do we need uh, further news? Do we need to have something now to drive the market forward based on uh, something that's not been priced in? Or do you think this is good enough? I mean, can stocks keep climbing from here uh, even without some big turn from the Fed? Yeah, so I, I think there are still risks out there, um, primarily because the Fed has just started raising rates a few months ago. Inflation uh, seems to not have really impacted consumers yet. These things take quarters uh, to work out. The market has, you know, it's very difficult to predict um, the decline in uh, in consumer savings and purchasing power. Um, there have been some layoffs, although. Yeah, uh, employment numbers are, are very strong. Um, so I think that, um, you know, over the next couple of quarters, we're really going to see how badly inflation has impacted consumers. With that said, um, now that we have a relatively higher, more normal level of interest rates, um, the equity market is no longer the only game in town, right? Mm -hmm. Equities have to compete with the, you know, almost certainty of the rates you're going to get on. Uh, government bonds on uh, generally higher yields in, in corporate bonds as well. So, what does that mean? You know, you're talking a lot about uh, you know ARC being the most uh, interest rate sensitive type of group of stocks. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that um, those are the types of names that are not going to be the ones that recover, you know, past their um, their highs from last year. Probably. Mm. What do you really want to focus on these days? You focus on quality. If you can get quality and growth, even better. Okay. Well said, Josh. Thanks. Appreciate the uh, actionable ideas here and uh, the macro commentary. Uh, good stuff. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. Josh Kaplan, Global Head of Research and Market Vector.